All right, mama. I hope you're having an amazing day. We are back for part two with my dear friend, Jen. And I hope you were just so blessed by the first episode with her and just are ready to dive deeper and and know how to manage all the things with God at the center. And I know I was so blessed by this conversation and, and yeah, I hope you are as well. So let's, uh, without further ado, let's just hop in today. Let's go. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. So with the transition time, I'm going to go back to that a little bit. One of my yeah. favorite examples is like taking your kids to doctor appointments. It's hard sometimes, especially with multiple kids to get everybody out of the house into a doctor appointment on time. And that's if you remember the doctor appointment. Right? <laughs> sure. I've had days where, oh shoot, I had my doctor appointment totally. and I realized I totally forgot. So we have to reschedule and then it just makes things so much more crazy. But if you have that transition time and you have a little bit of flexibility in your schedule, make sure you look at your schedule that morning, then you're not going to forget that you have a doctor appointment and you have some extra leeway time in there. Let's say you have to get to your doctor appointment at 9.30. You need to be in your car if it takes an hour to get to your doctor appointment. That's a huge gap. But let's say you need to leave your house by 8.30 at the very latest to be able to get to the doctor appointment at 9.30. You should be in your vehicle ready to leave by 8.15. So if you have all your kids in the car and everything in there, ready to, maybe they're not buckled or in or anything yet, but you're out at the car by 8.15, that's 15 minutes before you need to leave. You have enough time to get the kids buckled in. If they're in that stage where they make themselves a rigid board so you can't buckle them and it takes five minutes. <laughs> then you have that extra time and you're not stressed, worried that you're going to be late to this doctor appointment. So you have this 15 minutes to get everybody in there, get your bags. And then if you are sitting there turning the car on and you realize, Oh, I forgot this. You have time to run back in and grab it. And you're not stressed. Oh, I'm going to be late if I run back in to get my purse. Cause I totally forgot my purse and I need my wallet. You have that time to let your mind switch gears and think about what you might need. And did you forget anything? Did you leave it in the house? Okay, I'm going to run back in and grab it. And then you can make sure everybody's settled in the car and have a nice, nice transition time out of the driveway into the doctor appointment. And then usually you're leaving a little bit before 830 because it doesn't typically take 15 minutes to get everything in the car and set up and transitioned. So you have what maybe five or 10 minutes extra That gives you time in case you hit some red lights or you hit a little bit of traffic. You have a little leeway time in your drive time too. So you should always give yourself a minimum of 15 minutes extra. That's so great. Like, and it just even reminds me, like I've 
talked to you mamas before about just like, if you want to have like one of the ways to have more joy as a mom is to leave margin and like, just create a little bit more space so that it's, you're not stressed and anxious and all of that. But I don't always talk about like how to leave that margin. And so I just love like the specifics that Jen, you're bringing to like, how do we do this? Like, this is how we do it. And yes, it like helps so much. Um, otherwise I'm an angry mom. Cause I'm like mad at myself. I'm mad at the kids. Like it's just a mess, you know? <laughs> yeah. And look at those moms like at the grocery store and maybe I mean, you might be one mom or the other, but at the grocery store, you see a mom with several kids running through the store, freaking out on her kids because they got to hurry. And I forgot my list. I don't even know what I need. And they're running through the store and their kids are angry or screaming or yelling at the other kids. And it's just a hectic mess with this family going down the cereal aisle. And then there's the other family who the mom is just sauntering around, talking with her kids, keeping them entertained while she's looking in the aisles. It's a totally drastic situation. And I've been both. I've been on both sides of it. Totally. But you're going to be that mom who's frantically running down the aisles trying to figure out what you need while your kids are frantic because you're frantic. Your kids are going to feed off of your energy. If you're frantic, they're going to start getting frantic. They don't realize what's going on, but they see how you're acting. So they're going to feed off of that. But if you have that extra time, you're prepared because you left the house earlier, you know what's going on because you made your grocery list and you are prepared. The kids are fed and you left your house in good standing with everybody. Then you're going to be that mom walking down the aisle, enjoying her time with the kids in the grocery store rather than the frantic mom. But if you don't have that extra time, some transition time to be prepared when you leave the house, then it's going to be pretty difficult for you to be that calm mom walking through the cereal aisle. Yeah, that's great. That's a great image to like, which mom do you want to be? <laughs> and we're going to all have days like where, you know, where the other mom, um, but like, how can oh, we, yeah. how can we pursue being that, the, uh, the, 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 this, the calm mom we'll call her. Like, how can <laughs> we be intentional about setting up things in our lives to be that kind of mom? And honestly, I'm like right in the middle of trying to figure this out myself because I've, just been realizing like I am good at being faithful in some of the bigger things and showing up on the podcast and I don't know the, some of the responsibilities I have, but I'm not always good at like the little things and uh, showing up on time and, and leaving margin and all of like those things to be able to be that peaceful mom that God's calling me to be and, and to be that person that's faithful and shows up and, and, you know, fulfills all those little things that I'm called to do. Um, and so it's just this journey that I'm on that is, um, it's, it's scary sometimes. Cause like, I feel like I've tried so many times to do this and to figure this out and to fix it. And, and it's, you know, there's been so many failed attempts. Um, but I do think it is it a thing that we can't ever give up on because it is who we're called to be. Um, and like, whether it's feels small or big, it is part of like what God's calling us to. And so, um, I love just, yeah, hearing your advice and, and just remembering like this choice that we have of like, who do we want to be? I think that's such an important question. And you're never going to be perfect. I have days where I go back and forth. Like I could be the frantic mom and the calm mom multiple multiple times in the day. Like it's just right. how it goes. Yeah. And it's just it's being mindful of when you start to become that frantic mom. Okay, why is this happening? What led up to this and what can I do to fix it? 
And it's giving yourself grace back to that grace. You are not going to be perfect. You are human. You're going to have to apologize to your kids multiple times a day, probably. And you need to give yourself that grace. But the main point and key to it all is knowing what led to the reason you're becoming that, that hectic chaos feeling. Is it because you didn't leave yourself enough leeway time? Okay. Next time I'm going to leave myself a little more leeway time. Maybe this time 15 minutes wasn't enough. And now I know for next time, it's not to put judgment on you because you didn't do well. It's not to put pressure to be the best and do great. It's just about learning and learning what you need to do because we're all different. We all need different, different timeframes. We need different motivations. We need different things to help us become the mom that we want to be, but it's, us learning from our mistakes and not judging ourselves or putting pressure on ourselves, but having that grace and learning as we go. Yeah, that's great. So good. Two more little things before we get into the mindset piece. One is write out your tasks and organize them. So this is point number three that I have. Don't keep everything in your head. It's going to be really hard to keep everything chaos free if you're trying to keep it all in your brain and dig out those 10 things you needed to get done today, but it's mixed up in all these other things that are happening in your head. If you have it written down in an organized fashion, it's not just like this check off to-do list. It needs to be organized in your top priorities. So say you have 10 things that have to get done today. You're going to have a one, two, three. One, I have to get these done today. It's got to get done. There's no choice. Two, I'd like to get these done. They really should be done, but it's okay if it waits till tomorrow. And then three, I want to get them done if I have some time. And then you know what to focus on throughout the day. I do this on a weekly basis. So you have your, your one, two, threes of what has to get done throughout the week. And then I bring it into what I'm going to do each day, but it's out on paper. That's the key. It's not in my head. I don't have to worry about trying to remember it all when I'm busy and doing all these other things, it's out on paper. And when I finish my one thing that I'm getting done, I can go to my paper. Okay. What's next. And I don't have to try to pull it out of my head. When you have everything in your head and you're trying to focus on it all, that is another thing that leads to your exhaustion because your brain is just constantly going. It doesn't have time to stop and pause and rest. We need our bodies to rest, but your brain also needs to rest. You need your mind and your emotions to be able to just sit in stillness. And if you are constantly running through everything in your mind all day long, you won't have the ability to sit and pause and take a rest. Yeah, that's great. Um, I think it's something I need to pick back up because I haven't done that in a while. Um, Do you do this for yourself, like in a planner on a like sheet of paper? Like how do you kind of organize all of that and keep it together? I have my planner. I have my paper planner, which I absolutely love. Horatio printing. I think you use them too. Yes. They're amazing. I haven't been using it lately. That's why I'm like, oh, what do I, because what, what would happen for me? Maybe you have some advice for me. I would sometimes sit down and try my time blocks and, and get it set, but then I wouldn't open it all week long. And I was like, why am I doing this? And so I just stopped doing it because it just, yeah. So how do you kind of maintain that? How, how do you use it throughout your day? Where do you put it? All the, like kind of the nuances of that. I only open it once a day. That's it. I have my routine in the morning before the kids wake up. 
I open up my digital calendar and I open up my paper calendar. And I look at the appointments that I have. And then I look at my time blocks and what's going on for the day. And then if, if there's something in my time blocks, like one of the to-dos that I have that I've scheduled in there and I can't remember what it is, then I'll open up my paper planner. But I really only focus on looking at it once a day. I have my routine in the morning. I open it up. I plan out my day. And then that's it. That's really great. Okay. So you just once a day, you look at it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have that marker in my day. So I just wouldn't open it at all. But I think even once a day would be helpful. Um, yeah. And typically, we know what our days consist of, because it's very similar routines every day, there might be little nuances. But it's the same, just yeah. with the little nuances each day. So when you open up your paper planner in the morning before your day starts and you plan out your day, it just jogs your memory of the little little nuances throughout the day. But otherwise, all those routines should be pretty similar. The last point to the more tactical things to help fix this is time suckers. And I think you talk about this a bit, especially with social media. I'm not going to get all into it, but it is one of the huge time suckers. I can tell you right now, if you are part of social media, it's probably one of your time suckers. It's either a minor time sucker or a major time sucker, but it's probably one of them. So you need to sit down and evaluate what is sucking out your time. Time suckers is something that just is a waste of time that you're spending too much time on. And I'm not saying you shouldn't be on social media at all. I have a Facebook group and I have my own Facebook and Instagram. I just don't, I don't do much on it, but I have it. But you definitely should, if you want it, you should minimize your time on it. I would be okay with just getting rid of it altogether. I would be totally fine with that. But it's not always an option. And so when you take all the things that you are spending your time on, analyze it and see if it's actually benefiting you or if it's wasting time. Because you are already busy. You already don't have time to do everything that you want to do. That's why you're listening to an episode like this. So when you don't have time to do what you need to do and what you want to do, and one of the main things that I talked about is creating time to live out the calling that God has put on your life. If you don't have the time to do that, then you need to evaluate what is sucking out all of your time. So that way you can revise it, get rid of those time suckers or put a time limit on those time suckers say that you want to continue with social media, just put a time limit on that. So that way it doesn't start wasting extra time that you haven't devoted to it. And that is going to be one of the major, major time savers for you to be able to actually accomplish more throughout your day. Because I can guarantee there's probably a minimum of two time suckers that you spend your time on each day that you may not even realize. Whether it's just scrolling through social media, watching shows that you don't even realize you're spending way more time watching or just sitting and scrolling through Google because you wanted to Google something and then you go down the rabbit hole. That's so real. And then there's so many other, it is so real. We've all done it. And that's why I'm saying it, (laughs) but there's so many things that can be time suckers. And if you aren't evaluating it, then you're not going to know because the reason it's a time sucker is you're unaware of how much time you're actually spending on it. I could go on for multiple episodes on this, but just evaluate what you're spending your time on. Uh, It's so important. Yeah. 
And it's like, it's so easy to get caught in those and even to compare yourself, be like, oh, I know people spend way more time on these things than I do. So it's okay. You, you, you find ways to justify it. But like the way you said it, like when you compare that time that you're spending on these things that really are don't matter and, and not just don't matter, but they actually can deteriorate your brain and like lead to comparison and, you know, all these things we don't want, right. They're fueling us in the wrong direction. Um, and so it's like comparing spending your time doing that versus like what God has called you to. And like, as moms, we don't have any extra time to waste. And so when you, when you see it in that like clear picture, it's just so helpful to remember, like to have that motivation of like, no, I I really don't have, like, this is crucial. I don't have this kind of time to waste. So I love that, um, to implore everyone to go and evaluate. Like that's, that's so essential. Those are my four main tactical ways that you can actually start getting more done in your day without having to spend all this extra energy and mental capacity multitasking without getting things done. But there's two things that are more of a mindset piece that you really need to implement into your life because you're not going to be perfect at this. You're never going to be, no matter how good you get at all of this, you're not going to be perfect and you're always going to have room for growth. And something that I talked about through this entire time is giving yourself grace. I mean, that is who God is. He is grace and he has given us so much grace. So who are we to not give ourselves grace? Good. So it is imperative that you give yourself grace throughout your day because you are going to make mistakes. Same with your children. Your children are going to make mistakes and you give them grace. You might yell at them because you're already frustrated and you snap, but then you apologize for yelling and let them know it's okay. We all make mistakes. Let's try better next time. So we need to give ourselves that same benefit. Yeah, that's so essential. And I think, I don't know if this is your next point or the same one about the all or nothing mentality. Is that tied into this or is that the next one? That's tied into this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just think there's no, like, we're going to keep giving up if we don't do this. Like it's, it's not even like a, oh, you deserve it. Like you do, <laughs> but, and I like how you said, like, if God gives it to us, how can we not give it to ourselves? Like, that's just such a clear picture of what's happening here. Um, but also it's just going to stop us from moving forward. We're not going to be able to progress because we get so stuck in that perfectionistic mindset and that will only just lead us to failure. So it's, it's, it is so essential what you're saying. Um, and it's just such a good reminder. Like I've talked about grace on so many episodes, but just even hearing you talk about it today, it's just such a good reminder of like, okay, yes, that's how I keep going and keep trying. Like even these attempts I've talked about of trying to hone in my schedule and figure out what works. It's just like a reminder of like, yes, okay. Grace is how I don't give up. Grace is like how I do keep trying until it it kind of clicks. And, and then there's going to be a new thing that I need to make click and I need to have grace in that. And so, yeah, so such a great reminder. Yeah, it's huge. My last thing, and I know you talk about this on every episode, but be in constant communication with God. Like you can't have a good mindset if you're not in communion with him. He is the one who created your mind. He's the one who made it do all the amazing things that it does. So if you're in communication with him throughout the day, when you get in that moment of, oh, I can't believe I did that. Why did I yell at my kids? That grace is going to be that much easier because you have been talking with God. And I'm not meaning like you have to have worship music going in the background the entire time and worshiping no matter what you're doing or or sit for an hour and pray and read your Bible every day for an hour. 
that would be great. I would love to be able to have that time, but I don't always have that time. And a lot of us don't, but it's that constant communication. When you're sitting there washing the dishes, thank you, Jesus, that you gave me patience when my kid did that. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me the word, giving me the words I needed to say to break up that my kid's argument when they almost started punching each other. Who knows? I do have a two-year-old who I have to keep yelling at him not to hit his, his little brother. So there's moments where I want to snap because you don't hit, like, that's just not what you do, but snapping and yelling isn't going to be effective, even though that's what I want to do. And there's moments that I do, but when I've been in constant communication with God, he gives me the patience that I wouldn't have on my own. He gives me the wisdom to know how I need to respond to my child in a in an effective way to actually improve the situation and teach him rather than just yelling at him and him thinking he's in trouble because this is all learning for him. And it's the same for us. When we make a mistake, it's learning for us. And when we're in constant communication with God, he will remind us, give yourself some grace. It's okay. This is what you need to do next time because we're not always going to know. We won't know what is going to make that situation better next time around, but he does. And if we're in tune to what he's saying to us, then it's going to make it that much more easy the next time around. Yeah. It's such a good reminder. Like, cause you know, I have my time with God every morning and I, you know, talk to him throughout the day, but there are days that I like, don't stop enough. And, and I forget to ask God, God, what do I do in this situation? Like with my kids and I go to just defeat or, or even like the, the things that I know to do, but I, I'm not stopping like asking for wisdom in that moment. And even just the past couple of days, I've done that more. And it's amazing, like what he has to say, like, oh, wow, God, thanks for reminding me of that verse. And like, oh, wow, you're right, God, this is a great idea of, of how I could approach this. And it's just crazy, like the difference that it makes when we are like taking that moment to reflect and ask for that wisdom. And it is a total game changer as, as we know, like we know like that <laughs> it's so simple, like we know this, but we need that reminder. It's kind of like the grace, like we need that reminder to actually be able to do this well and to live it out and yeah, it couldn't be more essential. Um, so helpful. Jen, you are just such, so amazing. I love all of this. I'm excited for myself and for, I know for anyone else that's like trying to get some more peace in their life, get some more, um, joy, less anxiety and stress. Like this is going to be a game changer for you. And I know that so many of you need that. And, you know, we don't talk a lot about that on here cause it's not my strength. And so I'm just really grateful Jen for you to come on here and share all of this with us. Um, and I just want every mama to be able to find you and, um, hear everything that you have to say. And then I also just want, I know you have a course, so can you please just tell them all the things, how to find you about your course, everything? Yeah, definitely. Everything is at restoredmama.com. Super easy. Just go to restoredmama.com. You can access my podcast, but it is on every major platform. The links on the website are to Apple. If you don't listen on Apple, you can just search me on any platform, Restored Mama, and it'll pop up. It's a picture of my face and Restored Mama. So and good. then on the website, I have a link for my course. It's called Ditch the Overwhelm. It is a course designed to help busy moms ditch their overwhelm. And it is time management from a biblical perspective. So a huge chunk of it is actually talking about 
spending that time in the word and time with Jesus. And that's the first, first section we talk about is spending your time with God. I haven't even talked about how to add that in yet, but no matter what your schedule is like right now, no matter how chaotic you need to be able to get that time with Jesus. So that's the first thing we do. We talk about priorities and boundaries and your time suckers. We have a whole section on evaluating your time suckers and how to fix it and setting those boundaries, figuring out what your priorities are, what they should be and what the order of priorities are. And then we talk about flexible schedule with time blocking designed for busy moms. And then we end with keeping that time that you have made now and how to set those boundaries to keep the time that you have. And that's the course. It is set to a six weeks. It'll be six to eight weeks to complete it, but it is all self-paced. So you purchase the course and you go through it on your own time. So if you need to debate, devote a little extra time to one of the sections, totally fine. It's all on your own time frame. So oh, amazing. I know so many of us need that. So I'm grateful that you've created that and that God has given you these gifts. And yeah, it's just uh, so, so amazing. I'm so grateful. And by the way, for any of you mamas that want to also just look into the ranch, if you want to just find out more, if you want to donate, volunteer, whatever it might look like, um, that's also on restoredmama.com. Is that correct, Jen? I have, yes, I have a link to get to it. It's actually its own website though. It's restorationranchidaho.com. But there is a link. If you go to Restored Mama, you'll see a link to get to the nonprofit. So cool. And like all of you listening, you know that what like what Jen does, it works because if you listen to everything that she does, right? She has a ranch. She had like a home that's a, a farm. And then she has a ranch she's creating. And then she has a podcast and a business. And then she has kids, five kids, right? And then she has kids with diabetes. Like the list goes on. And here she is like succeeding in all of these. So we know like the fruit is there, the fruit of her living this out is there. And so we know that we can trust like what she teaches and how she lives because it's working. (laughs) So um, just to encourage you, if you are just needing that um, push to kind of get your, your life in order, like Jen's your girl. Um, Yeah. Jen, thanks for coming on here. We could talk endlessly, obviously, but um, I will let you go before I take more of your time. Thank you so much. Um, I love you and I'm excited to talk to you on Marco Polo soon. (laughs) Yay. Thanks for having me. It was so fun. All right, mama. Wasn't that so good? I know you want to go check out her podcast, go subscribe to restored mama, go check out her course. She's just got so much good things to say. And, um, yeah, I hope that just helps you figure out like your life. (laughs) Really? Let me just pray for you as we end this conversation. Um, and yeah, I just, I just even want to pray for friendships like this for you. Cause I know we all need these God. I just thank you for Jen. I thank you for everything that she is pouring into mamas and just the work she's doing in this world. Lord, we, um, just pray for blessings over her God. And I just pray that every ear that listened to her, her voice, her message today, God would be blessed by it. God, that you would just help each mama know what her next step is, what it looks like just to take a step in the direction of a peaceful life of, of being in control of what's going on. Not that we're fully in control, but, but being intentional with her life, God. And so I just pray that she wouldn't be overwhelmed by all of this, God, but that she would just know what her next step is, Lord. And I just pray God that you would just lead and guide everyone to, to Jen that needs what Jen has to say, God. Um, 
And we just pray, Lord, that all of us, God, would just find these kind of sweet friendships, Lord, that we would be walking side by side with others, searching for you, God, and looking to walk through the hard stuff, God. And I just pray that every mama listening, God, that you would just bring her those kind of friendships. You would show her how to open up her heart and her life to receive those, God, and that you would just um, be in the middle of that, God. We know you can do all things, God. So we just trust you with that. For anyone that's been hurting for our friendship, God, I just pray over her specifically, Lord, that you would just bring in this kind of friend to her life, God. We just love you, God. We praise you. We thank you for how good you are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.